Hello and welcome to Yudcast, episode 70. This is Head of School Dan Glass with you once again, recording live in the Sound Lab here at the Brandeis School of San Francisco. This is our second to last Yudcast episode of season two, and what a season it has been uh, to go along with a wonderful school year here at the Brandeis School of San Francisco. There will be one more episode next week. It will be a special live episode recorded live at uh, our graduation and Aliyah ceremony. Um, So keep an eye out and an ear out for that. Um, And I want to thank you all for being loyal listeners, as I know you have been uh, this season here uh, on the Yudcast. We will definitely be back for a season three. Uh, I've been told by my producers that we've been renewed um, for a third season, so we will be back in the fall when school starts back up. Uh, but we're going to start today with a poem for this, uh, the last time that I'm sitting here in the booth with all of you, uh, because we do like to start with a poem, as you all know. This poem is called The Emperor of Ice Cream, uh, and it is by Wallace Stevens, one of um, one of my favorites who we've um, uh, shared about and read previously here on the Yudcast. Uh, Wallace Stevens um, was a modernist American poet, uh, kind of contemporary of William Carlos Williams and... Um, both of them have long been inspirations to me uh, in addition for uh, to the fact that they are, are both really amazing writers. They also um, both led um, very full professional lives um, outside of their work as writers. And um, I have a very full professional life here as uh, the head of school at the Brandeis School of San Francisco. And um, I... I endeavor to make good time to write, uh, despite the fullness of my other uh, professional obligations. And um, I look to people like Wallace Stevens and William Carlos Williams and many others uh, through the history of letters um, for inspiration in doing so. But uh, here we have the emperor of ice cream. Now that we're past uh, Memorial Day, this seemed the right poem. It also ties into what we're going to share about in just a minute. Call the roller of big cigars, the muscular one, and bid him whip in kitchen cups concupiscent curds. Let the wenches dawdle in such dress as they are used to wear, and let the boys bring flowers in last month's newspapers. Let B be finale of seam. The only emperor is the emperor of ice cream. Take from the dresser of deal. Lacking the three glass knobs, that sheet on which she embroidered fantails once and spread it so as to cover her face. If her horny feet protrude, they come to show how cold she is and dumb. Let the lamp affix its beam. The only emperor is the emperor of ice cream. Uh, what a lovely strange poem that is um one that i have puzzled over many times in my life and one of the things i love about the poetry of wallace stevens is um in some ways akin to john ashbery who we talked about uh i believe this season on the yudcast um 
there is a a um, there's a way in which he seems in thrall uh, of the language that he uses. There's just a, a, a wonder and a beauty in his approach to the English language. And, um, and I'm never entirely sure uh, what to make of the feints and moves that, uh, that his poems make. Um, I'm sure some of you may be wondering what uh, concupiscent means, C-O-N-C-U-P-I-S-C-E-N-T. Um, uh, that is a, not a word that is in um, regular use in, um, in English these days, in American English. It means basically um, uh, lustful. Um, the, sort of displaying a strong sexual desire um and uh it uh yeah it basically comes from a, a conjoining of words meaning with desire um so uh the 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 roller of big cigars is supposed to whip some sexy curds uh in kitchen cups um, as part of some strange uh, funeral um, or, or something of, of that sort um, in, in the scene described there. So um, the reason that I thought of the Emperor of Ice Cream is because it's become a tradition that um, in this penultimate Yudcast, uh, on the day of our eighth grade tefillah, where they're leading um, the school in a ritual kind of for the last time, um, that uh, w- that I write a, a poem for uh, for our graduating students and share it as a kind of a, a um, prayer for the journey. Um, and in uh, in the poem that I wrote for th- this this year's class, um, <clears throat> I use the phrase "may maybe be the finale of seem," um, which is a, a a play off of that line, "Let be be finale of seem." Um, that is in the Emperor of Ice Cream. Uh, so I thought to to start with the the line from whence it sprang. Um, and uh, before I get there, though, the um, this poem really grew for me out of one line that was a a, a kind of flash freezing of a moment or a thought for me. Um, I, I was thinking about the experience of um, our students uh, in and their their socially mediated lives and the degree to which these um, they they carry these echo chambers around with them in their pockets uh, w- once they get phones and once they are um, sort of have entry into that um, uh, digital social space. And um, it uh, it called to mind for me the the um, the power of being able to live uh, live on your own to not always be comparing yourself to other people and I think as parents especially those of us who are parents of multiple children um, there is often a need to like um, remind yourself not to think of your children as um, as in uh, in comparison to or contrast from one another that you know 
you do not have the the this child and the that child and the that one right she's the sporty one and he's uh he's the techie one and she's the artistic one right like we can we can fall into those patterns and i think we often have to remind ourselves not to and i think for our students and especially for our adolescents and we had some conversations here at brandeis this week about um, the importance of really seeing each other as the full human beings that we are with uh, some of our middle schoolers um, you know you the the world of Instagram and the world of Snapchat um, and of course Facebook although I don't think very many of the kids are on Facebook right now um, those are worlds of constant comparison um, and um, my my wishes for our kids that they not um, always be in those worlds was uh, was what prompted the first line of this poem um, and then the wishes uh, that came subsequent to it. So without further ado, um, here is the, the uh, prayer for the journey that um, is for the class of 2018. To live not in comparison, may you scan wider horizons, empty your full hearts to fill and fill the day anew. Wheel among constellations like why and yes and if. May the skies not contain your dreaming. May maybe be the finale of seem. And may you not not stop to ask or lift up or try again, but differently. May the skies hold you in dreams. May your dreams be your own. May you repair what you hold. May you make the world a home. And that is my wish for our eighth graders. I'm looking forward to the opportunity to address them as a class one last time next week uh, as they graduate. Uh, but with that, I am grateful for this opportunity to sit with you here once more in the Sound Lab coming to a close minus the one special live episode of season two of the Yudcast. Thank you all for being with us. I wish you all weekends full of dreams and of new days. Shabbat Shalom to any of you listening on Shabbat. Go Dubs. And uh, we'll be with you live for one last time this season next week. <laughs>